You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Manchester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. There it is. All right. So as I said, one of the themes of this movie you look, guys look so funny, all eating ice pops. That's so funny. Um, one of the themes of this movie is there's more in you than you think. It's easy for us, right, in our lifetime to allow our experiences, um, our circumstances, our current reality, if you like, to determine everything that we believe about the future. Um, it's easy to look through the lens of, I don't know, disappointment or even sort of generational cycles, like what our parents went through or, you know, what their marriage was like or what their experience was like to um, draw some lines inside which we then think. And it's difficult for us to think outside of the lines that was drawn by someone or something else. Um, But I want us to explore the possibility that God has more for you. And that a a, a key way of accessing and living and experiencing in the more that God has for you is this amazing gift called the coach of the Holy Spirit. This movie is so uh, sort of like classic feel-good movie in that the coach brings out the best in these players. And that's what I want us to consider for these few minutes. The reality is though, even if our faith affords us the right to believe that God has more for us, it's hard to ignore our current reality when it doesn't reflect that. It actually takes faith, doesn't it, to see something that you can't see. You know, I know I'm blessed because Matthew 5 says, blessed are the, you know, a few times in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, blessed are the, blessed are the. I know I'm blessed but there's lack in my life. And there's the tension. I know that he will never leave me because Hebrews 13 verse five says that I'll never abandon you, puts it that way in the NIV. But sometimes, honestly, I feel alone, we might say. I know that he's the author of my life because in Acts, that's how they describe Jesus. They call him the author of life. But in all honesty, sometimes I do worry about the future. Can you see what I'm saying? We've got this tension of what we know with a conviction, but what we see with our sort of everyday lives, it creates this moment moment of tension. We know that um, he paid for our sin. Come on, if you're glad Jesus paid the price for your sin, let me know that you believe that in your heart. Right, the Bible says in... In 1 John chapter 1, if we, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and he will forgive us our sins and purify us from all righteousness, all unrighteousness. But sometimes I do feel ashamed. Like I know I'm forgiven, but then sometimes I feel guilty. Tension. I know I'm free because Galatians says it was for, come on audacious church, it was for freedom that Christ set me free like using the same word twice in the same sentence doesn't make grammatical sense, 
But it does make sense because God wants us to understand that we're free. However, sometimes I feel powerless and out of control as to how I'm living. I'm free, I know, but it's not my life and that's where the tension is. And this movie today is really about a missing ingredient that we all have. And the missing ingredient for this high school basketball team was not a change of circumstances or a change of player or a change of ability. It wasn't winning the lottery or becoming famous. It was a coach, someone to show them not just what they could do, but ultimately, as you go through the movie, he shows them who they are. Let me give you some good news. If you're a Christian, you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, you have a coach. His name is the Holy Spirit, and he has a plan for your life. In this first clip that we're gonna see here in the room is Coach Carter introducing himself or being introduced to the team for the first time. Just check it out. I'm your new basketball coach. Now, the Holy Spirit's not gonna do that to you, so don't worry. But I need you to know that if you're a Christian, a disciple of Jesus Christ, you have a new coach in your life and his name is the Holy Spirit. You have a new coach. John 15, 26 says this. This is Jesus speaking and he describes the Holy Spirit as a helper. And that's kind of a, a key reference for us as we're considering the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He says, but when the helper, capital H, comes, whom I will send from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. Helper doesn't really match up with the way many of us see the Holy Spirit. We've got the wrong idea about the Holy Spirit. We think he's a ghost, hence the name, or because of the name, the Holy Ghost. We think he's like a mist or a presence. We think he's a bit weird or for that contingent of the church that are really into it. We think he's for during altar calls or at the end of services, that, that presence that makes everyone go funny. But let me tell you once again, and I'm sorry for laboring the point, he is your new coach. He's your coach. Let me tell you three things about a coach really quickly. Number one, coaches are intimate. We can see in the movie as we go through it is that he gets to know the players. He gets to know how they think and how they feel and ultimately how that affects the way they live and the Holy Spirit is that in your life. He knows you. He knows how you think. He knows how you feel and he knows how those things affect the way you view your life and your relationships and the world. He knows you, the real you though. He doesn't know your social media profile. He doesn't know the person that you project onto others. He knows the real you, head on the pillow at night, that, cat, that guy, that's who he knows. He's intimate. He's also intentional. He doesn't just know you and then be like, oh, that's interesting. He knows you and therefore is able to be intentional with coming up with a plan to help you live and understand that there's more in you than you think. The Holy Spirit has an intentional plan for your life. God didn't rescue you from, the, from the, 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 the power of sin to then just go, okay, on you go, get on with it, make it up as you go along. No, he sent the Holy Spirit to be your coach through every moment, knowing you and, and, and intentionally working with you. Coaches are intimate, coaches are intentional, and coaches are individual. His plan for you is not his plan for your spouse. 
His plan for you is not the plan for the person sat behind you in church today. It's not the same plan for the person that inspires you and you love them and you think they're great and you think if only I had their life. His plan for you is not their plan, it's your plan. Okay, we're gonna go back and see how Coach Carter gets on as he's continuing to be introduced to the team. This is a key scene, this, when he first meets them because what Ken Carter is doing, he's establishing some new rules. He's basically saying, okay, it's been this way for a while, but from now on, it's going to be this way. And that is the job of the Holy Spirit. The minute you became a Christian, and let me just say, if you're not a Christian, you're in church today, and you're like, oh, I just, I just fancied going to church, or someone invited me, then firstly, you're absolutely welcome. If you're watching online, then this is the place for you. We love that you're here. And at the end of this message, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus so you can, you can become a Christian. You can have a relationship with God. And when you do, you'll have access to this coach for your life called the Holy Spirit. But the, the Holy Spirit um, will show you, just as Ken Carter is doing his next clip, exactly how this new way of life is gonna work out. Check it out. There you go. If you play like a winner, you will be a winner is a key phrase from Ken Carter in that moment. Question for you, what comes first? Winning externally, so things like achievement, success, being celebrated by others, does that come first? Or does winning internally? So the way you think, your attitude and the way you approach things. Well, here's what the Bible says about that very question in Matthew chapter five, verse eight. It says, you're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and your heart put right. Then, so this is the order, inside first, then you will see God in the outside world. Coach Carter's trying to flip a cultural norm on its head in this introduction to these players. He's challenging the idea that one day you'll be a winner and then you will live and act and behave like a winner, but he's trying to get them to see that acting like, living like a winner actually starts today and the winning follows the internal change. Think like a winner and you will be a winner. Play like a winner, you will be a winner. God has called us to greatness, to success and to significance, although not as the world measures it, and the Apostle Paul, right, Coach Apostle Paul is doing this coaching to the church in Ephesians when he says to walk in a manner worthy of the calling. That's in Ephesians chapter four, verse one. I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. In other words, the way you live doesn't match up with how you feel, your urges, your you know, desire in that moment, it actually lines up with something greater than that, which is the call of God on your life. When you get a revelation, revelation means when God shows you something that was previously hidden from you, not from you, for you, hidden for you, that revelation that God has called you to greatness and to significance, once you know that, it affects the way that you live. The Holy Spirit, just like Coach Carter, and the Apostle Paul sets new standards, new standards for the players to live up to before they start winning, 
And what that means, church, is it means living by conviction, not by convenience. By conviction, not by convenience. Champions don't eat whatever they want, whenever they want. Champions don't sleep whenever they want. Champions don't go wherever they want. They have desires and they have wants, but they put them to one side because they have a responsibility, not even directly to the coach, but to the champion or the more in them drives them to understand that this is a new day and this is a new way of living. Let me show you this third clip. And this is in the library. Once the, the, uh, the season gets going and Coach Carter is really giving the boys a sobering sort of moment, some stats, some, some figures about how life is. Because one of the things about a coach that you have to understand is you have to trust the coach. Sometimes a coach can see something that you can't see. And so we need a different perspective and we need the Holy Spirit in our lives to say, hey, I know everything is screaming at you this, but this is what's really going on. Here we go, check this third clip out. If you think bigger, you'll live larger. That's a message from Coach Carter in that moment. Proverbs 23, verse seven. Many of you will know this verse. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so he is. The Bible places a huge emphasis on the way that we think. And the Holy Spirit's job is to coach you in your thinking. He's trying to help the players understand that they have to train today for what they'll need tomorrow. The problem with tomorrow is, it's tomorrow and today is now. What that means is, it means that now and today is more powerful or can be more powerful than tomorrow because tomorrow's not come yet. And so what we have to do with the Holy Spirit's help is see something that we can't see. It's the Holy Spirit's job, the coach Holy Spirit's job to show you what God wants you to know. Let me read this verse to you. This is in 1 Corinthians chapter two in verse nine. It says this, this is what the scriptures mean when they say no eye has seen no ear has heard and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by His Spirit. For His Spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except through God's own Spirit. And we have received God's Spirit so we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given to us. I don't know if you've ever said or felt, oh, you know, I feel, I feel far from God. I don't know what God is saying. I hear preachers and pastors and other people say, God said this and God said that. But for me, you know, I just, I just don't feel that. That's not my experience. Listen, the coach of the Holy Spirit is waiting to interpret, to communicate, to show you the heart of God for your life and for your future and for your tomorrow. And even will tell you today how to live so that you can think differently, live differently for a greater tomorrow. There's two themes that we, I, I, I want of us to have explored in our time together today. And that is number one, that there's more in you than you think. But secondly, 
a way that God wants you to experience that, walk into that, turn your potential into reality, turn your dream into a destination. It's not just by your own will and effort, not just by God saying, ready, steady, go off, you, off you go have a crack. No, this is you with the hope, help of your new coach, the Holy Spirit, actually coaching you, walking with you. So you have a choice today. You have a choice every day, in fact, whether or not you will engage with your coach, the Holy Spirit, or keep trying to do this yourself. In Galatians 5, it says this, since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts. This is not me trying to, trying to bash you or, or you know, say that you, you don't believe in the Holy Spirit. It's just can be one of those ideas that we have as part of our Christian rhetoric. We can have it as part of our sort of arsenal and we know that the Holy Spirit is real. But when was the last time we did what this verse puts in a slightly more intentional way in the NIV where it says, since we live by the Spirit, let's keep in step with the Spirit. That speaks about thinking and intention and rhythm. And I'm gonna go left. What are you saying, God? Right, okay, what are you saying, left? You're saying right, you're saying left. You're saying don't respond to that. He's saying, hey, speak up about that. He's saying, hey, hold your nerve, don't quit. How do we know? Because the Holy Spirit is our coach. I wanna challenge everybody in church today and those watching on the screen, will you make a commitment to have the Holy Spirit as your coach every single day, to ask Him daily, Holy Spirit, would you illuminate to me how to live, how to treat others, how to make good decisions with tomorrow in mind and not just now? Can you imagine a church where the people in it are coached daily by the Holy Spirit? It's because of God's mercy, this free gift that each and every single one of us have. This one last clip shows you kind of the punchline of the movie and where they all end up. So check it out and then we're gonna pray together. The boys in the movie, as you saw, the true story, the facts is that they made their way to college. They didn't win the championship, but something happened when they engaged with their coach. This was not a new team, this was not a new, new training sort of secret that no one had ever heard of. This was eight, 10, 11 boys who decided, you know what? I'm gonna engage with the coach. And I wanna, in this moment, invite every single one of you to engage with your coach, the Holy Spirit. The team are gonna lead us in a worship song and I'm just gonna do something really simple, but potentially really powerful, which is I'm gonna open we call this the altar. It's really just carpet, but it represents sacrifice. It represents decisions. It represents the start of something new. And I wanna invite anybody in the room who wants to engage with the coach, the Holy Spirit. When you became a Christian, you, you, the Holy Spirit lives in you. But there is a moment we believe where you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, to, to, until the moment you said yes to Jesus, your, your heart, sorry, your mind, 
your soul and your body made all the decisions. But when you became a Christian, your spirit became alive. And so what needs to happen is your spirit needs, needs almost like supercharging because all your life to that point, your body and your mind and your soul have been fed and exercised and fed and exercised and they've become strong, but we wanna live by the spirit. When you became a Christian, it wasn't your soul or your mind or your body that was taking the lead. From that point onwards, we're saying, okay, we're gonna live by the Spirit. Since we live by the Spirit, let's keep in step with the Spirit. And so I wanna pray for anybody in church today who's saying, you know what? I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Either for the first time, or you've been filled with the Holy Spirit before, but you just need something fresh from God. Maybe you've got a challenge in your life and you've been trying to do it on your own and you recognise, oh, I need my coach. I need to, my coach to help me in my marriage. I need my coach to help me at work. I need my coach to help me with the kids. I'm not enough on my own, but there's more in me than I think I've experienced so far, but to get it, I need my coach. And so we're gonna sing a worship song and I wanna invite all or any of the people in church today who are saying, you know what? I wanna engage with my coach, the Holy Spirit. The team are gonna come and they're gonna lay hands on you. They're gonna pray for you. And this will be a catalyst moment for many people as they say, from this day forward, I'm gonna be coached by the Holy Spirit as I try and live out the more that God's got for me. Come on, let's worship. Thank you for listening to this Audacious podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com.